You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. Got a lot of things to talk about in Bachelor Nation. Yesterday's Bachelor in Paradise episode, we've got Eric releasing his statement in regards to the Gabby breakup. I've got a story breaking on the website today in regards to the Aaron pre-filming relationships, plural. I've got more information on that. I've got receipts for you. A lot of stuff to get to today, and we will get to it all momentarily. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Dame Products. Dame has the new introductory vibrator, the Dip. Whether it's your first vibrator or the toy that helps you rediscover what feels good for you, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. So what do you got to do? You got to go to dameproducts.com, use the promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. That's dameproducts.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. Also want to talk to you about another sponsor today, Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether it's your keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free or you're just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. We have a new code that's been running for the last week that's different from the codes I've given you in the past. You go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve599. Use code realitysteve599 to get $5.99 per meal on your first box, and your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve599. Use code realitysteve599 to get $5.99 per meal on your first box, and your first box ships free. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, let's just jump right into it. A lot of stuff to talk about. First off, let's talk about yesterday's spoilers. Like I said, they are not complete. That is everything that I can give you up to the final three. I don't know who got eliminated at final three, but what I can say is there will be things that will be added to that. There will be things that I just forgot to put in yesterday. There will be things that will be changed on that because I'm, I think I'm off on like one or two maybe eliminations or dates and there are things I'll fill in. Like yesterday, even in the spoilers, stuff that I had given you already in the past, I forgot to put in there. I forgot to mention, you know, for people that have not been following me, that Greer got the first impression rose. I... I did mention the first group date of the season with Victoria Fuller, Courtney Robertson, and Tajwan um, and, and uh, Perkins. Tajwan? 
Perkins, right? I'm already forgetting her last name. Anyway, but I didn't even put in the notes that Tazwan showed up at the night portion to try and enter the show as a contestant and was was basically turned away. Duh, I'm an idiot. Tazwan Hawkins. I don't know why I said Perkins. I knew it ended in ends. I was close. <laughs> but yeah, Tazwan showed up at the um, end there and just... You know, she showed up at the night portion, and it just didn't work out well for her. And she did; she was not allowed on a contestant. Zach just turned her away. So I'll be filling more and more stuff in and correcting some things as we go on. As you know, Zach season doesn't start till January twenty third, so there's going to be a lot of time to fill stuff in, obviously. And then once I find out the ending, include that as well. But just to give you a heads up before you, when you were reading that yesterday, and there were some things that, like I said, in London and Estonia. I know that four women went home in London and Estonia, but don't know which ones went home when, other than I'm pretty sure. In fact, I know Jessica went home in Estonia, and it might have been on a one-on-one. So, like I said, there's a lot of, you know, eliminations, rose ceremonies. Was it a self-elimination? Was it Zach sent them home before a rose ceremony? It's just... It's a lot of stuff that's, uh, you know, being said, a lot of drama and, you know, just trying to get everything. And like I said, I didn't even really include any of the stuff that I've heard in terms of drama wise and what people did and what people said, because I want to get that stuff confirmed before uh, I run with it. So moving on, in case you missed it, Eric released a statement in regards to his breakup from Gabby. This is the first time that he's talked about it. He put it on his um, Instagram story and Again, just like Gabby didn't really give much away, she said two sentences about it yesterday. We went over that in yesterday's podcast. Eric didn't do much either. He said, a lot of you reaching out with questions about me and Gabby. The reality is we ultimately were not each other's people. It's hard when there isn't one thing to put your finger on. We met in a very unique situation and in a very unique way, and I'm grateful we did. I would never take it back. Gabby is an amazing person, and she is doing amazing things. I will always root for her, and I hope she gives them hell in the Dance with the Stars finale. I have learned and grown so much this year from experiences and mistakes. I continue to better myself every day. I am hoping to take this time with my family and loved ones and focus on myself. I have been working hard these past few months, and I'm excited to share with you all eventually. So a whole lot of nothing. I mean, he's not going to do anything. And, you know, Gabby didn't give us anything either. But you know at some point, especially once Gabby has settled down and Dance with the Stars is over, they're going on podcasts, and I think when you are able to get more in-depth versus just a soundbite on an intro package on Dancing with the Stars or an Instagram story like Eric, once they're sat down and they go on their podcast and they do those rounds, you'll start to hear more. Just like when you listen to Rachel start talking about Tino post-show, it's like, okay, now she kind of revealed this and kind of revealed this. You're going to get the same stuff with Gabby and Eric. It's just a matter of when they do it and whose show they go on. And we're just going to have to wait in anticipation for that. As for Bachelor in Paradise last night, starting with Gabby and Rachel, this was really bizarre to me because when they came down to the beach and they spoke to everybody, they were pretty harsh on Logan. Rachel flat out saying, I don't respect the guy. And Gabby was saying, yeah, he was the one we had an issue with. I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Where is this coming from? Yes, Logan flip-flopped on your season. But Gabby, you literally took him once he told Rachel, I'm more interested in Gabby. 
You took him as a contestant on your side. You gave him a rose. You guys made out on a few occasions. Now you're acting like, oh, he was this big jerk. And, you know, you're talking, you guys are talking to Kate and you're like, why are we giving him all the power? You gave him the power when you let him stay on the show after he dumped Rachel. Like, look, and if this was, if this was all producer manipulated and they said, hey, Gabby, Rachel, we want, when you go down to the beach, there's one couple we really want you to kind of, get in the middle of, and that's Logan and Kate. They've been having all these issues. Go in there and tell Kate exactly what Logan did on your season. And that's fine if they just follow producer's instructions. But if they did that, kind of shitty. You have to admit it. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, I love Gabby and Rachel. Women power. They love, they're the best. They stood up to their men. They're single now. Go girl. And it's just like, Okay, but if they went down there and just did that because the producer told them to, that's pretty shitty of them because that's not the way it went on their season. It's just flat out a lie. I was just, I was really confused. Like when Logan told Rachel, I don't want to be with you anymore, I I just have stronger feelings for Gabby. If Gabby at that point told him, no, I'm not interested, then their conversation with Kate last night would have made all the sense in the world. But Gabby gave Logan a chance and gave him a rose and made out with him more than once. So for them to just sit there and dogpile on Logan, sorry, because all he did was change his mind. He wasn't manipulative about anything. And it's just very, very bizarre behavior by, by Gabby and Rachel that I think they could have avoided. And look, like I said, it probably was producers telling them, look, we want you to basically blow up Logan and Kate since they're the ones that are on the fringe the most here and they're very fragile. And if you come in and tell Kate what Logan did on your season, she's probably going to go to him and confront him on it. We're going to have some drama, which is fine, but they participated in it. They agreed to do that. So if they agree to do that and we watch the conversation, I'm allowed to have an opinion on it. And I think that sucks what they did. And if they didn't do it by any producer manipulation whatsoever, then my opinion is then, okay, then you guys just forgot what happened on your season because You can't sit there and say, why are we giving this guy Logan all the power when it's exactly what you did on your season by taking him back when he dumped Rachel. As for Genevieve and Aaron, (sighs) um, I mean, you all watched the conversation. I mean, that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my life. And the problem is, Aaron was, you know, you could talk about, you know, itching versus pain and whatever, and you can break that down all you want. That, that's not the issue to me. The issue is how vehemently Aaron defended his stance on itching versus pain, where he couldn't just let something so fucking small go. And it just kind of shows his behavior. Like, this guy will never admit that he's wrong, ever. Why couldn't he just let it go? All Genevieve was saying in return is like, no, I didn't say that. I mean, for a guy who accused Genevieve last week of gaslighting him, that was about as close to gaslighting as you can get if you even want to call it gaslighting. It might have very well been because obviously there's different levels of it. But it certainly was mind manipulation and turning everything around on Genevieve. And it's just like, what is this guy doing? Like, that was awful. He was literally telling her all the things that she was doing, but the things that she was doing were because of what he did. (laughs) And he turns it around on her. That is like textbook, 
textbook abuser mentality. And I'm not saying he physically abused her, but when you talk to people who have been in a physically abusive relationship, they what do they basically say? That the abuser does it and then apologizes profusely, says all the right things, and it'll never happen again, and then it does numerous times. Aaron and Genevieve, we've already been down this road with their stupid arguments. And what does he do at the end? He takes it out on her, and he makes her the victim and says, you acted this way because of this. And then he says all the right things, and she forgave him. She was literally sitting there forgiving him, even though she did nothing wrong. And almost for, and almost getting almost forgiving herself for doing nothing wrong. <laughs> and And then... You know, hug, make up, kiss, and, you know, you're back to the same pattern again. It's a very, very toxic relationship. And there's more to come when it comes to Aaron. And I'll get to that in a second. I'll just talk about it right now. The bottom line is, last week I told you the story of, and I showed you the Instagram story screenshots from a woman in San Diego who clearly is seeing Aaron right now. On her birthday, she posted a picture of a rose with a vase with roses and it had <clears throat> a heart and it had Aaron Clancy tagged in it. And then later on that night, she posted pictures from her birthday, Aaron kissing her, Logan, Jacob and Aaron all hanging out. They're obviously down all in San Diego partying and then I, you know, showed you pictures from last summer in Tulum they were together and whatnot. Well, once I posted that story, what happens? Someone else comes forward and says, Steve, I've got some information in regards to Aaron that not only proves that he was seeing and talking with that girl that you posted last week, he was also doing the same with me, and her and I got in touch while Aaron was filming Paradise in June, and here's our conversation. So today, when the column goes up, I'll have reader emails, but this will be on page one you will see a conversation between two women last June 23rd, which is while Aaron was in Mexico filming Bachelor in Paradise, um, this June 23rd, sorry, in 2022. Two women talking to each other, and in the course of the conversation, one of them, the one I spoke to yesterday on the phone, reached out to me after that and we got on the phone yesterday so I, so I could get the timeline of everything and get everything down. But the biggest thing is you're going to be able to see seven screenshots of a Instagram conversation that the girl I spoke with yesterday had with the girl I talked about last week. And you will see them basically go over the timelines and come to the conclusion that Aaron was playing both of them and called them and both of them calling him names. However... There is a twist, not a, not necessarily a twist, but there's a, an ending that's just like making you shake your head because clearly he's still with the girl that I posted last week. Yet here's that girl that I posted last week back in June saying, oh my God, I can't believe he did this. Fuck him. When he gets back from paradise, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. And then literally she didn't. So she doesn't look good in all this either. Now, because both women are not Bachelor Nation women, you are not going to know their names and you're not going to see their faces. So the names that I give them when I show you the Instagram conversation between them and whatnot, I'm just going to make up names for them. I haven't even decided uh, which names I'm going to give them, but I'll direct you and know, you know, which girl on the left in the gray 
is speaking and which girl on the right in the blue is speaking, but I'm not giving you their real names or their Instagram accounts or anything. But I did speak with the girl who's in the blue in the conversation that you'll see in the text messages or the uh, Instagram messages back and forth to each other. And you will, it's just, it's just comical. I mean, look, Aaron's caught. There's nothing he can say because, I mean, you'll read it. We'll talk about it more tomorrow after you read it, but there's this, there isn't any sort of ambiguity here. There's not a, well, there's two sides to every story and there's one, you know, the three sides to every story, his side, her side, and, and the truth. No, 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 no. Aaron's caught. Like this is, He's caught. And then you, you watch you watch the show and you watch how he speaks to Genevieve and how he talks down to her. And then you listen to these two women. I mean, listen, you're reading it, but you can almost hear these two women's conversations through your screen and then like, wow. But I guess it shouldn't surprise you. This is Aaron. And the guy's caught. And like I said, I do not post anything unless receipts are provided. This one provided receipts, but she doesn't want her name out there. Just like the other girl last week. I didn't even speak to her, but it's clear as day what she posted. You post something publicly and it gets out. Sorry, that's on you. But you're not going to know any of their real names. However, I did speak to her on the phone. I know her name. Uh, everything is verified. And um, it's just a shitty, it's just shitty all around. It's like, Aaron, why go through all this trouble? Why, why play two women? It's not like, and it's not just like, oh, this guy was being a player before the show. What's the big deal, Steve? You read these women talking to each other, and then you tell me if you think that this is just a guy that, oh, he was having fun with two women. No, 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 no. He made two women believe and that, that they were only for him, and the guy was literally sleeping with two women and downplaying the other one and not telling the other one about the other one, if that made any sense. You know what I'm saying. Literally was carrying on two relationships, didn't tell the other. And this seems to be the thing. Like anytime we have this within Bachelor Nation, it's always like the guy who has the other one on the side or the other one that he's trying to keep private from someone else. It's always like, oh, she's just a friend. Don't worry about her. And it's just like it's the same song and dance they all use. Like, why not just be honest, dude? It's not that hard. I know you want your cake and eat it too. I know you're in your late 20s and you're broing out in San Diego and you're partying and doing it and, and getting girls and partying is like, that's the life for you. Okay, fine. But you're doing it wrong and you're treating women like shit. And when we watch you, the way you talk to women, the way you demean women, the way you treated Genevieve on the show, like this is not a good look, man. It's okay to admit you're wrong on something. And I think he should come out. I'm not even talking about the stuff that I'm going to post in a couple hours on the website. I'm just talking about last night's episode. I think this guy should come out and release some sort of statement saying, you know, watching it back, I really regret the way I spoke to Genevieve and the way I turned things around. But will he in a million years? Absolutely not. He's clearly a guy that doesn't think he's wrong about anything. It's not hard to admit you're wrong. I've done it a thousand times, whether it's on this podcast or in my column. It's not that hard. This guy needs some serious, serious help when it comes to how to deal with women. This guy should be in. This guy should be talking to somebody. He should be in some sort of therapy because this behavior is not healthy at all. And someone just needs to to tell him he does not know how to argue in a relationship. He does not know how to hold a conversation. He does not know how to get his point across without demeaning somebody. It is 
it is sad. And then this on top of it, like, you know, in, the, in a couple hours when this goes up and you see this conversation between these two women that he absolutely had fooled, you're going to be like, geez. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I only bring up the negative stories now about contestants when someone provides receipts. And yes, she doesn't want her name out there, but I'm fine with that because she provided receipts. If she did not say I could post these, I wouldn't even run the, the story. I wouldn't even say like, oh, yeah, no, there was a second girl or whatever. No. I talked about it last week because that girl posted on her Instagram stories, and I'm talking about it again today because a second girl came forward and said, I was talking to him the whole time up through Paradise filming. And now I found out after he left for filming, there was somebody else. I contacted her. We spoke. Steve, here's the conversation that we had. So you judge for yourself, and you tell me if this is just, oh, no, it's just a dude just being a dude. No taking it a lot further than that. And when you're talking about two sexual relationships that you're keeping from two women at the same time, then you're talking about some stuff that not very good. And with all that said, the one girl from last week clearly took him back, even though she's literally bad mouthing him in the conversation saying, I can't wait till he gets back from paradise. I'm going to give him basically a piece of my mind and fuck him. Yeah. Right. You sure did that. I'm sure he got back from paradise and he told you all the things that you wanted to hear and you're back together with him clearly because you posted about it last week on your birthday with him kissing you and him giving you roses. So she's just going to be another victim in his web and it's, it's unfortunate and it's going to suck for her and she's going to find out the hard way, but you know, what can you do? All you can do is put it out there and uh, she's not going to look good um, when this gets released in a couple hours, but I appreciate this woman coming forward to me and telling me this. She obviously is a little bit nervous and a little bit scared. But I said, look, you, you did nothing wrong here. You got manipulated by this guy and you want to share your story. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So you'll get that on the website in a couple hours. And finally, the Taylor Swift tickets went on sale yesterday, the pre-sale. I got one of those emails that said I was accepted, but then late uh, Monday night, got something that said, oh, due to high, you know, demand and all that, sorry, but you're on the waiting list, and obviously never got it. Some people yesterday waited online for hours and finally got in the queue and were able to get tickets. I didn't. I'm going to end up having to get tickets through third-party apps, whether it's SeatGeek or Ticketmaster or StubHub or whatever. But holy crap, if you've looked at some of those resale ticket prices, I mean, I was looking at different cities. I was like going outside of Dallas. I'm like, is this just Dallas or is this all of them? No, it's every single city. You want to sit in the hundred sections? Easily low four figures as of right now. So I don't know if that's going to change or what. We're still five months away from her showing up in Dallas, four months away roughly from her whole tour starting. But man, I mean, the, the prices on these tickets are so ridiculous. I saw one city where the floor on the, you know, right below the stage were going for 15,000 a ticket. I, this isn't like, oh, you're going to pay a couple hundred extra bucks. No, you're going to pay thousands of dollars. And now I'm like, well, I don't know if I could see her in two cities now. I <laughs> I might just have to do Dallas or find a city and I, I don't know, but uh, the resale prices are through the roof. Now, I don't know if that's just because today's day one. And as we get closer, that'll go down because if no one's buying them, the seller wants to get rid of them. It's going to have to lower their prices. So 
Who knows? I have no idea, but they are out of this world. I had I had no idea they were going to be this expensive, but you know, and especially in this world of ticket brokers and third-party apps, it's like not only that, I'm only seeing the prices on the tickets for where the seats are. That's not even adding in fees, which I believe on StubHub are $200 per ticket and then taxes. It's a joke. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Like I said, in about an hour or two on my website, you will I will give you a more detailed description, give you the, the quote-unquote names of the two women involved and their conversation they had about Aaron while he was off filming Bachelor in Paradise in June. And you can see how manipulative and basically what a shitty guy he was to both of the women. And one of them took him back, and the other one is just laughing at this point. So you'll see that in a couple hours. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.